0: Sign up to Rough Trade Club, the ultimate subscription for vinyl enthusiasts. Get money off online and in store and access to sold out events and discounts at Rough Trade East, Rough Trade West, Bristol, Liverpool, and all over the UK. Join Rough Trade Club plus new music to receive an exclusive variant of their album of the month every month. Head to roughtrade.com/slash/club, and when you use the voucher code CLUB101POD, you'll get a third off your first three months. That's at roughtrade.com/slash/club, and you can get a third off your first three months by using the voucher code CLUB101POD. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that Distro Kid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. Distro Kid
1: To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, are
2: you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of
1: a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz. And I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job, writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hello, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs with me, Giles Bidder. This is the only podcast where we get to hear from musicians and artists about the jobs they've worked, the jobs they work at the moment, and how they've been able to survive doing what they do, playing music in a world that quite often, more often than not, makes it hard for you to do so i'm so excited to welcome bert from belgian band teen creeps their new record forever came out in january it's an absolute banger if you're into dinosaur junior and sonic youth and some super chunk and some fuzzy indie rock this record is for you go ahead and find it on their band camp the song behind this is toughen up one of my favorites from the record and i implore you to go and listen to it thank you bert for coming on this and thank you rory hughes for editing East London Signature Brew have been brewing beers since 2011, brewing beers with bands like Mastodon, Idols, Sports Team and recently Hot Chip. If you go onto their website, signaturebrew.co.uk, You can make an order to get beers delivered directly to your house. And with the voucher code 101 podcast, all capital letters, you can get 10% off your order. This is episode 109 of 101 Part-Time Jobs. If you haven't subscribed already, please do go back in time. Have a look at what you haven't been able to catch. And I've got lots more coming for you in the near future. Cheers for listening. Here's Bert from Team Creeps. Go out and listen to Forever if you haven't yet. Go well. Just on the you can drown all around, but do you have that yet have you had that in the past where you get to that point and you're like wow this is this is a strange life choice
2: yeah definitely all the time all the time but i, I still manage to get excited from like the little things and i think after this whole shitstorm's over um it'll feel that way again i think we we sort of get are getting a reboot now with the whole pandemic thing because i I, ca- I can um sort of relate to what you're saying but uh i can't wait to to get back out there like yeah, like brilliant. it's like i'm 19 again right
0: yeah i mean this this time has been an interesting period i guess everyone's obviously been doing it their own way i mm-hmm. mean what have what have you guys been up to
2: uh we've been mostly postponing our, our new album <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we've, we've tried, um, writing, uh, some stuff, uh, we've been rehearsing, um, we've, we're trying to do some, some like alternative, uh, live stream kind of, kind of things, but mostly it's, it's the first time in our, in our, uh, what is it? Eight years of existence now that, um, it felt quiet for a moment and it was a, a bit of a strange thing to have, uh. Yeah, for, for like in March when when it really hits, we, we I, because I live in mm. a different city than the others, I didn't see them for, for wow. four or five months. Now we're back to rehearsing because mm. uh, that's allowed for for uh, in Belgium, and uh, yeah, mostly like gearing up for when 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 we're allowed to play and uh, maybe working yeah. ahead a little bit, trying to to collect some inspiration for the for the third third album but uh yeah it's been it was a strange time to uh to have like a record ready and uh and then like post constantly postponing it
0: because it's funny like obviously touring is the main way you know it's kind of the, Mm -hmm. the sort of general consensus that's the main way that you kind of build the foundation of your band and it's interesting because I guess on the other side, you know, you never fi- you, ne- you mm-hmm. never really specifically find out when someone gets into your band.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And 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 with with now um, not having that, it's it's, it's sometimes you just ask, you just ask yourself like, why am I doing this? Sort of the I, I really I really had a difficult time with um, uh, dealing with the amount of time we we had on our hands. All of a sudden. Because, uh, yeah, you you make music and and you do this kind of stuff to to go out there and to go uh, to meet other people and to go play and to to have a, a response to what you are doing, mm. and it, it, and then and then it all feels like worth it. And now, uh, yeah, I, at first I, I had a difficult time like coping with that for for uh, yeah, just trying to write something new. And I don't think I can write something new coming from boredom. I always need impulses and 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 you need to live through things to 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 be able to create yeah those life experiences uh, yeah and that's what that's what I'm really missing now
0: it it must be funny because you know a lot of the kind of music that you play you know it's kind of I, well, it's just like any other you know, kind of band music i suppose but you know people are going to get into your record sitting at home or you know mm-hmm. in car you know w- if they're driving to work if they're going to work at this time still people are still going to be you know receiving the record you know being interested in it yeah. even perhaps people might even have you know people have way more time to check out new music yeah now. Yeah, yeah
2: i hope so i hope so definitely but, uh, I mean, it's
0: certainly the case with me. You know, I'm 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 putting aside more time to listen to music yeah, now. More yeah, me as well.
2: Uh, yeah, but, but I've also I don't know. I've, I'm not constantly checking on new stuff, but I'm I'm I've, I have more time, so I'm like delving into older stuff more. But I think yeah. a lot of people are still looking for for new music. I guess I hope.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of people are doing what. I've certainly been doing, and I've kind of been pledging to myself that I'm just going to go to every gig when things kind of come back. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to, that's
2: that's how I'm going to spend my time. No excuses. (laughs) No no Wednesday nights when you're feeling a little tired.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's it. So you're the you're the second band from Belgium I've had on oh, the podcast. The first else? one was Brutus.
2: Ah, oh, great, great. Oh, they're so great. And, yeah. and it was
0: so interesting hearing their, you know, hearing their viewpoints on being a band in Belgium. And you know, because even though you know I don't want to sort of be cliche about it, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I suppose it it might be easy perhaps to feel like separate from the UK, for example, or you know, even Germany, far closer.
2: Yeah, yeah, the Belgium is a weird little country for, for music. It's great in a way because there's a lot of great music um in a very small country. Mm. But that's also sort of its curse, that's so small because um you're you're you you got you're, you're you're releasing an album, you're doing five shows and you've basically covered the whole country. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's the the crazy thing, and it's also yeah we have a little bit with with Holland. That's sort of the logical first step to to go and play abroad, but then there's sort of you can go anywhere because you're in the center of Europe. So you have bands that that focus on France. You have bands that focus on Germany. You have bands that focus on the UK. So it's a mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah it's a weird little um sort of um yeah little abandoned child in the middle of of the continent. <laughs> Have you found your? You know, when you say
0: focusing on different areas, and yeah. I mean to. I hope I didn't come across like you know the UK is an important place because that's certainly not how <laughs> I feel.
2: But we we have been we have been over uh, to the UK way more than we have been been in France, for example.
0: Why is that been, do you thing?
2: I don't know. With our, our first album. Uh, some some people at our label were excited about it, and some people of the UK branch of our, our label were excited about it, and they started doing a lot of press for it in uk and uh we got a booking agent there and and it's sort of it It all came very logically like people were, were pushing us to, to come over and then we we uh yeah we had a lot of um good uh yeah good press and so we thought like that's the the logical step to go to first after like the whole belgium and, and netherlands and yeah, because uh, like because I don't know UK. F- I don't know. It, I think it has a as a uh, you guys have a a big tradition of bands more than like like Germany is like a, this huge country and and uh, every city is like its own entity and I think in the UK that's also the case but but to to us it more it feels like you can sort of piece together like a ten day tour fairly easily. And sort of have the same sort of venues and find the same sort of people where in like France or Germany, it's like you, you, can, you can, I don't know, it's difficult to find like sort of uh, your audience there.
0: You know, I felt when we go to Manchester, if you play a good show in Manchester, that's a mm-hmm. really good feeling. And I don't know whether that's because it's kind of, you know, another big city aside from obviously London or I don't mm-hmm. know, Cardiff um but there's also the history of the bands that come from manchester and i wonder if that does kind of permeate into you know what people consider to be quote scenes i suppose you know
2: yeah yeah i i I know the first time i played a show in london i was sort of impressed with with uh like we're in london it still feels like something something real and i don't get that from playing a show in frankfurt or Right, Marseille, or something right. like that. It's definitely the history. Definitely has something to do with it.
0: Well, I I interviewed a, a band that are incredible called Hey mm-hmm. Colossus, and they just put yeah. out an amazing record called Dance Is Curses. And they uh, on their episode they said, you know, we just want to play in New York. Playing <laughs> in New York would be the best thing ever. And you know, I I played in New York, and it was and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and their band is really quite something special you know and so it's interesting yeah i know
2: them they're, they're great and
0: it's yes yeah, it's, it's, and they're amazing aren't they and it's so interesting to hear them say you know all we want to do is play in new york
2: <laughs> yeah but uh, th- i think as a musician you sort of set yourself some some weird goals sometimes
0: definitely and it makes sense to set those targets because then you have something real kind of something to work towards and when you said earlier you know you kind of do the thing that makes sense do the thing that's pragmatic i suppose that's interesting because when you start the band, you know, all you want to do is kind of take those little steps. The first mm-hmm. one is playing a gig and then going on tour. And then I suppose you kind of have to wait for things to come to you in a sense.
2: Keep pushing it, uh, like keep trying in a way. But uh, I, th- I think a big thing for us has, al- has always been um, the sort of uh, making a cohesive records. Because like, we, when we started, it was playing and and maybe booking a little tour but then when we first when we did our first album and now definitely with the second one I I think the sort of um the the making of of a like a cohesive album that's that's like something I I'll 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 be able to to enjoy and to work uh for like five six albums uh along along the way if you know what I mean touring can like can maybe I can I can imagine a situation where touring will uh, feel like a like a hassle or like a, a job, but making a record will never do that for me.
0: I can totally understand that because you know that's that's emotions, they're stories.
2: Yeah, and it's like you always start with a blank canvas, and like like touring, there's there's the whole social aspect of it, which is really nice, but there's mm. also the whole sitting around for twenty three hours a day aspect which i can i can imagine at a certain age you might not enjoy as much as as you as you did when you were 23
0: and i suppose that's kind of the one of the underlying kind of big questions of this podcast is that obviously touring takes up so much time whereas if you you know you could make six lps over the mm-hmm. course of that's so you know as as many years and still be able to have a job at home and still be able to pay rent and kind of live a sort of semi-normal life yeah I hope
2: so but uh but uh yeah it's it's I I think you'll always have to sort of fight for your um your right and 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 your time to to be able to do that yeah and I think yeah I think the the main drive with a lot of musicians is that they'll do whatever job they can in order to be able to sustain making uh, sustain the the life that that is making music and making uh, their art
0: what's your story what's your personal story of that
2: um i uh went to uh what's the right word in english like recording engineer school yeah 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 so um, i'm actually uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 trying to to do this music thing all the time every day so i i i, I I produce and mix uh, albums for other bands and uh besides that I teach a little guitar to uh sort of yeah to to have a little bit of a, a buffer or a, a, a in some way but uh Brilliant. yeah I'm 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 uh I'm doing this this music thing uh, all in at the moment which is not the best time in history <laughs> but uh I, I really 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 genuinely love doing uh doing it and, and producing and recording and mixing and, and doing all the, the old te- technical stuff as much as i, I do yeah. writing and playing it and and now for the last year i've been uh, i've been locked up constantly like behind a computer behind speakers mixing so i really look forward to playing again but uh yeah it's it's it's, it's music every day from from uh getting up to to going to bed
0: I often wonder with with producers. I mean, it's almost like start starting a band 2.0 because it's <laughs> like you, you kind of have to buy buy some expensive shit and then make it back, right?
2: Yeah, sort of. I try not to to do the whole gear sub thing too much, but but mm. of course you're you're always. I mean that that's your your craft. So so you're always yeah, you're always checking checking out new stuff. But but I I tend to to um, when I'm, I'm going into sessions i tend to to work wherever the band wants to go so i tend to work a lot in other studios freelance there and then uh take everything home to mix
0: brilliant and i spe- that, that makes sense from a business sense as well right because you know your overheads
2: yeah it does and also like buying a space and then setting it up as a proper studio is such an expensive uh thing and and also who knows what what the whole studio world will look like in in 10 years so i'd rather be like on 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 my feet and flexible and uh and i also just like like coming to a new place and 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 having the the feel of all right we're going to make a record here and and we all we only have one mic and one speaker and no no leads (laughs) i really like the sort of the macgyvery diy approach to it
0: yeah i understand that i often think you know the, the the kind of the coolest things that i experience in life are the immediacy the things that have the immediacy that you know and i wonder if you know when you go to a new place you feel that energy don't you
2: yeah definitely definitely but i also like going to a really expensive place and, and like have <laughs> 17 vintage G- german mics for one rectum but uh i just like the, the whole the whole spectrum of it
0: how many records do you have you made roughly.
2: A tricky one. Like I'd say like I uh, uh full lengths, maybe it's like fifteen or twenty that I've worked on now. And
0: wow, we're building your LinkedIn
2: profile. <laughs> yeah, my uh my discogs mostly. That's the one I uh, I, I keep I keep <laughs> updating. But uh like EPs and it, it's all last last two years have been pretty busy, so I'm I'm a little bit uh I'm looking at like my little uh thing with all the records I've done over here and trying mm. to count. But uh yeah, it'll be something like, uh, something like tw- fifteen full lengths that I've worked on, and and wow. like that's a lot. Was I was I was, uh, I was in um, in music from like when I dropped out of high school. High school? No, I didn't drop out of high school. I mean, I um, graduated. Sorry. So I was my first <laughs> my, yeah, i didn't, <laughs> I'm high school dropout. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, the the language. But um, I I was uh I was I've always been in in bands, uh, recording bands, and and and, and uh, since I was like eighteen. So so my first mm. like releases were when I was seventeen or eighteen years old. But that was a, as a musician, and then I sort of rolled into it, and and uh, now I've been like doing the production mixing thing for four or five years, I think. Yeah. Great.
0: Great, and I think it can't be—it can never be understated that you know, like so many bands, um, you know, you you, you were eighteen when you started releasing records, and between the ages of eighteen and twenty-five, you know, you grow up a lot. You know, your perception of the world does change, and your identity, your you know, the way you identify yourself that changes. Mm -hmm. And
2: I mean, what what, over those years, what I still think that um, that it's that it's changing. I still feel like with every every record that we do or every show that we play something, I learned something new and I really try to make a conscious effort of, of keeping that uh, mindset, you know, like sort of the, the, and I think, I think from a, from a, like a, a, um, a craftsmanship uh, perspective, I still, I think like the last two years I've been sort of like knowing what I'm doing, like for a hundred percent but uh yeah i still i I still try to keep that that sort of like that eighteen to twenty five energy that you're referring to sort of i keep i try to keep that uh sort of uh yeah i really chase that that energy i still i want i want to learn every day and i want to sort of change my mind i want to be able to change my mind about stuff and I want to try new stuff every day.
0: i was watching that beastie boys documentary there's one bit where you know ad rock says he wants to be able to to change over time he doesn't want to just kind of think it's good to just to kind of you know double down on all your
2: yeah yeah definitely i really uh i can really relate to to that that uh, idea i want to be able to to do something now that i'll find shitty in two years as well that's sort of uh, and then maybe by the time you you get to a, like a position where you're you're a little comfort, more comfortable in your your craft I think that that's when you sort of settle down, but I still feel like like making what doing what I do and making records and and being in music, everyone has a different approach you meet new people every day so so they're like sort of the, the possibilities are 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 endless, so why try to I really hate sort of the 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 idea of like, oh, that guy has that sound, or or that guy always does it like this. I can never imagine like doing everything the same way or making everything sound the same way. For uh, yeah, that's sort of a. So I really, I really like that, uh, that sort of a philosophy behind um, making music and making albums.
0: I wonder if it can be a, a kind of plague to some bands that maybe, or or you know, to any musician really to kind of somehow lose that in the in the shuffle you know in the process in the mess yeah, of
2: it i think that's that's uh that has that has happened for quite often no but I, I don't i don't think that that's something that happens uh intentionally or or deliberately yeah
0: i think if anything you have to work against it right
2: i've 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 caught myself thinking um quite a lot of times over the last 2 years working with uh, professional bands like like uh where i'm in a scenario that i'm producing or mixing something for a band who actually makes a living from it that like i'm holding their future in in my hands and maybe i shouldn't be trying this or maybe i should should not fuck this one up or you know so so i've 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 sort of got myself thinking the same thing so i think that that's not something that happens deliberately like choosing to to sort of do whatever is going to be successful and sort of sell out in a way. I, I don't think that that's, that's often a deliberate choice. I just think that's sort of, it can happen from like sort of a, um, a self um, protection. Yeah. Protection.
0: Cause I guess th- that is sort of, that would be playing it safe. I suppose if you've got one mm-hmm. album down and it's going quite well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then I suppose, you know, some people you might not want to take a risk. Um, yeah, definitely. Which is ironic because maybe it's that risk that gave you that spark to peop in people's ears, in people's eyes in the first place. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. But I think that's that's a very um like like personal journey for every every musician. And uh there are some people who can sort of uh st- stubbornly do whatever the fuck they want for their entire life and get away with it. And then there are some that just need a little like some luck and, and get a little push, and then there are some who just uh, do one thing very, very well, and and keep doing that. So,
0: uh, have you had any moments in Teen Creeps where you know it's been going really well, and then maybe a few months later things slow down a bit, and you accidentally let yourself slip into kind
2: of, I suppose, doubt. We we started trying to to write a third record before this one that just came out uh, did, and. Mm i i i think that we sort of started writing from from because we're now like two albums in and uh we sort of have our way of working and we sort of we started um just doing this the same way and the same method of writing and uh i remember that like at a certain point i had to sort of i was listening back to to some of our, our demos for for uh our upcoming album and i realized like Oh, this is not not uh, not um not doing it for me anymore. So I think we're at that at that moment right now where we sort of, but now with the with forever coming out, we sort of have that on our hands. But I think, like with the with the third album, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna need that sort of a um, new impulse, maybe or or maybe find a new way in, or maybe try to challenge ourselves. So I think we're at that moment right now, actually
0: it's it's so interesting isn't it because you know kind of being honest with yourself i suppose mm-hmm. that's a that's a challenge in itself
2: yeah yeah definitely and and definitely i've i've I found it i've I found it very hard to to say it to the other guys like like okay this is we've already done this to my to my feeling, that's that's not another not a, a fun thing to say to to your your bandmates and your best friends that you that basically like what I, what you've been working on over the summer is just not doing it for you and sort of we can sort of like maybe start from scratch or so uh but well i'm i'm confident that that um like if if we're able to be uh be out there again and playing and sort of have a little more energy and, and new impulses that will that will find a way in but uh yeah it's been such a such a weird time as well and and definitely for like a a rock band that needs to play together and 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 write together—it's it's been sort of challenging, I must say.
0: When when you've worked with other bands, has Jack that's do you think that that's give helped you kind of gain a perspective on on yourself and you know your relationship with the other people in teen Creeps?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, but but some not not always for the better. I think I think sometimes I'm I'm, I'm too aware of all the um elements on the table and i mean i don't mean that like musically but but sort of working with with a lot of other bands um the whole psychology of like a recording session or making an album sort of um you sort of start to, to learn a lot about that and i'm, I'm i think i'm i'm with Teen creeps i'm sometimes too hyper aware of what we're doing and i just need to mm. back down and rock out <laughs>
0: No, I understand. I understand. Maybe there has to be a kind of the sense of danger, like risk, yeah. you know, kind of like, fuck, what are we, you know, what are we doing? This may, is fun. May,
2: maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I haven't thought about it that way, but that, that's. there's definitely some truth in there, yeah. Because
0: I suppose there's always going to be that element of mystery and, you know, going back to the surviving element of it, I mean, being a producer in this time, you you must have got quite skilled at surviving in the last year. The last uh, yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah unfortunately i do I, I just really miss miss uh the physical release of, of playing music and in front of people right now and i think for a, for a band um uh, like teen creeps it's, we really sort of need to like for with with the new album all of the songs on there or most of them were played live before we recorded them so we really need that sort of that information from the audience or that information from just playing in front of people that, that you get uh and i think that's that's sort of the yeah the the risk that you were referring to like sort of the the putting a new song on the set list and being a little scared and like like Shit, do i remember the lyrics or, or i don't really have like a second verse and some people notice that i'm just gonna sing the <laughs> the first verse all over again yeah. i don't know so yeah, yeah, that's maybe that 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 little risk uh, element that we that we miss now.
0: And you know, you yourself in in the in the last year, you know, it, without having to produce bands, have you had to kind of um, be adventurous with you know making money and surviving?
2: We're able to. I, w- I was able to do a lot of work actually this this year. Um, and the first, like, we had like a, a big lockdown in in March, and that was that was scary, and that was. Um, then like uh a lot of stuff just dropped but then the moment like the studios could reopen in the summer i was uh i was uh, i felt like 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 the whole country had written an album and they all needed it recorded <laughs> in june or july so it's it's been really busy actually and 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 in a good way um so so i was basically recording up until the second lockdown uh Started and then I just okay, now I'm gonna mix everything, and now I'm just still sort of like processing a lot of that.
0: Brilliant, I suppose that must have been nice to take your you know, have a kind of respite from the Teen Creeps record,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. And and also, sort of like, like I felt like I really had to like a year, um, years worth of time of like really getting into my craft and really getting into specific stuff and and like setting my my little studio space at home up properly and like developing a workflow and like really nerding out on on the specifics so that that's been that's been like the yeah. sort of the positive side of, of everything definitely
0: did you produce forever
2: I, I i don't produce uh teen creep stuff or mix it i'm just a hassle a guy is that mixing. a
0: <laughs> is that a conversation is that something you've you know told yourself you know where does that come from
2: that's that's uh that's come very naturally uh and it's now with, with this album that i get that question sometimes but uh i would never i really like like being in team Keeps because it's it sort of triggers my 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 musician side and sort of like mm-hmm. being able to be one of the three guys in the band and sort of do something together, and we're sort of we're a very democratic band, and we re- we're really like a, like a tight knit unit of like like three piece and, and best friends. And I, I would think like if I would ever produce or make something that sort of gave me a little like like sort of an extra vote in a way. And and I, I really I really I'm really too fond of, of what we have as a as a as a three piece and as, as friendship wise and, and 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 creatively that I would never even at the moment consider producing it or or uh, or mixing it even i'm involved and and i know how i'd like stuff to sound so so mm-hmm. that that aspect of me is, is definitely uh, uh aspect is definitely like um coming up in in the making of an album but uh i'm not going to be like uh, oh why are you using that mic on the bass drum? <laughs> so i'll uh, i'll uh, I'll leave the the, the guys who, who know what what they're doing i'll I'll we we pick guys that we trust and and we go to places that we know for and uh yeah but it's it's really nice to sort of like not be worried about like everything for a moment in the studio it's really nice to be able to st- step up to a, a vocal microphone and be like, "Can I? Can I sing now?" Or, or and just not being like, oh, why is, it, "Is it plugged in? And what's it going into?" Brilliant!
0: Thanks so much for for chatting to me, Bert. I mean, just to end with, you did a, you played forever front to back in a live stream when it came out in February. Are you going to do any more of them?
2: There's, we're going to do some more live stream stuff and, and sessions and so, like some stuff like that, just to. Sort of keep us busy and and keep people, um, yeah, just to keep bringing the music to uh, to the people, just until uh, we're allowed to uh, to come to venues again.
0: Give us something to watch and yeah. enjoy and turn up loud and piss
2: off our neighbors. Uh huh. Please do.
0: <laughs> great, great. Well, Bert, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being up for this.
2: Thanks for for having me.
0: Bert from Teen Creeps. Go ahead and listen to Forever on their Bandcamp. Thanks for listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. Thanks to Rory Hughes again for editing. Here's Cox Barrow. I've been working for me on the side This is a Mighty Moon Media podcast.
1: Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.
0: Define an opportunity.
1: Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now.
0: Identify a problem.
1: Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds.